Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Our card today goes over two stories of leadership, midterms, and will inflation finally hit the bottom line. Leadership is a very important skill in this day and age. Bad leadership can turn victory into defeat, and good leadership can do the opposite. Our example of good leadership is Coach Kim Mulkey from LSU. She was asked during a press conference about Griner, who's currently in prison for trying to sneak pot into Russia. Coach Kim Mulkey refused to comment. Now, she caught a lot of flack for this by people saying she wasn't supporting Griner and so forth, which is a bunch of bull dookie. Coach Kim Mulkey refused to air the personal laundry of former players she'd coach, illustrating that she wouldn't air the personal laundry of current players she coaches. Now, when she declines to comment, this doesn't mean she hasn't reached out to Griner's friends and family behind the scenes. It doesn't mean she hasn't done anything. It just means she's not going to comment on it. It doesn't mean she condemns her nor exonerates her. That's all it means is no comment. And that is a proper example she needs to lead for her current team. And it is a good example of leadership. And not only did she do that with pride and dignity, she's been able to take all the incoming criticism from it as well. And that comes, and that's going to happen to you when you're a leader, especially a good leader. Our example of bad leadership is Jordan Peterson. He was interviewed by Piers Morgan, and Piers Morgan brought up the subject of um, a lot of incel men in this day and age and so forth. And Peterson had been dealing with a lot of those people, trying to help them improve their lives. And Peterson uh, broke down and cried. And I think that was a choice. I think he was going for becoming a martyr for these people. And I think that was a very poor choice. People don't need martyrs to change their lives. People don't change their lives really because of martyrs. People need champions. That's what they need. If you think of Jesus, a lot of people will think that he was a martyr. I would contest that vigorously. He didn't just die for his principles and his values. He defeated death. Okay? He came back. He was resurrected. He's a champion. He wasn't a martyr for those things. He was a champion of them. And that's why those values, the Bible, is still the most popular book for the last 2,000 years. That's what we need this day and age more of, is champions. We don't need martyrs. You need to champion your causes, not martyr yourself for them. Which is the overarching value in society winners you have to champion winning it's not enough to have a value for it you have to win with it and win because of it it can't just be some language you're throwing out there to appease or titillate the masses 
So those are our lessons on leadership today. Next, we move over to midterms. And I still believe the midterms are at risk, though many conservatives are thinking it's a shoe-in, that they're going to take the House, and that they might take the Senate as well. I still think a lot of those elections or contested elections are in the battleground states or swing states where uh, President Trump was denied the presidency because of massive voter fraud. There, that infrastructure is still in there. There's no reason to suggest they won't use it again. Now, uh, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully we, we take both the House and the Senate and we can start holding the president's feet to the fire. But uh, the, the, the way I see it, I just don't see how they're going to, uh, you know, step away voluntarily from cheating the election when they were successful at it last time. Uh, they weren't held accountable last time. Even if you pass new laws and so forth, which they have, it doesn't matter if they weren't held accountable to the old laws that we had last time around. And finally, we move on to inflation, and will it finally hit the bottom line? So we got some new updated inflation numbers. We still have inflation, and I was seeing where actually the inflation bonds are now running at rates of 9.5% or better. And um, if you listen to any of my other broadcasts, you'll know that once you account for inflation into the discount rate, which is what professional investors do for valuing stocks and bonds, it would necessarily crash the stock market. Uh, and we're, we're talking uh, 50% right off the top from where we're at, not where we were several months ago. So... The fact that it's now being reflected in the inflation bonds uh, is interesting. Uh, I just wonder, uh, it was already recognized by the Fed a couple of months ago, and they've been raising short-term interest rates in response to that. And the long-term rates have been uh, going up as well, but still not so much, um, which is interesting because those rates are hovering around 3 or 4%, and... Uh, we know inflation is at eight and a half, nine and a half percent. So, and that's uh, <laughs> that's using their numbers, which are heavily, you know, uh, massaged to get them that low. And so, will this finally be the straw that breaks Camelback? I don't know. Uh, I, I would have thought that would have broken a, a months ago, uh, but so far it seems like the economy. And everyone involved in it is waiting on leadership from the Fed. And I don't think the Fed's ever going to say, you should crash the market now. So uh, it's going to have to happen independently, even though our interest rates are out of whack. Because if you got an inflation bond that's paying 9.5%, you can't have 10-year Treasury rates of 4% on the long end and you know, 3% or more on the short end. Because inflation is part of the interest rate. Uh, to have those numbers that low would represent that people would uh, have a negative expectation of returns on their money, which is what they're getting uh, so far in the stock market. But uh, once they, they demand a real return of any significance, then those rates are going to adjust to reflect that. The discount rate is going to adjust to reflect that, and that's going to necessarily uh, cause the stock valuations and bond valuations to crash. 
will it hit that bottom line finally? Who knows? Uh, I, I think uh, at some point there's going to have to be some independent body that's really going to finally um, recognize it, and that'll, you know, be the leadership that leads to the uh, to the crashing of the stock and bond markets. So, for Senequanon News, I'm Persona Nangrata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.